Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of Finding Home with Windermere. If this is the very first episode you're listening to, go back and listen to Episode 1 of Season 3. The whole point of the Finding Home podcast with Windermere is to help you along your home buying journey because I know it can be scary and difficult, but the whole point is that it shouldn't be. And that's why we're here with some of the best from Windermere Real Estate as we share the home buying journey of different people in every season. I am your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. And in season two, I shared my home buying journey with my Windermere agent, Jessica James, as I purchased my very first home. Now here in season three, we are following my coworker, Strawberry. Hi, Strawberry. Hey, hey, good to see you again. And his fiance, you're Hello, Yureli. Hi. Now, you both have purchased homes before, but this is your very first home together. So we're going to get into that again. That's super exciting. And we've got your Windermere agent, Javila Creer. Hello, Javila. Yeah. Hi, guys. You're like the seasoned veteran with Windermere. You're like crushing in the real estate world. So we know you've got all the best tips for us. And in episode one of season three, we learned that as an agent, Javila doesn't like to tell her clients what they're going to see that day when they're going to look at listings. So I'm excited to see how that went for you guys. And we also learned that, Strawberry, you had things that you really thought were important in a home. And then there were things that you really thought were important in a home. And some of those didn't align. So I'm here for that. I want to hear how that <laughs> went down on your hunt. So when we ended the last episode, you guys were about to go on your first tours. So what the heck happened and how did that go? Well, like you said, it was a surprise. Javila <laughs> picked me up. She had it all mapped out, all planned out. You know, no stopping for directions, no wrong turns. <laughs> no snacks. No, no, no. It, it, was, uh, it was a long three hours, but well spent. And we put a lot of, you know, a lot of different properties on the checklist during that three hours. There were some that you immediately fall in love with. Mm -hmm. And there are some that, you know, both Javila and I kind of walked into and we noticed, you know what, this isn't really what we're looking for. And so we both made a mutual decision or even I said, hey, you know what, I'm not really feeling this one. And then we just turned and went on to the next one. It was a great swath of different properties we were looking at. And it's, it's easy to fall in love with like, I have two or three favorites already. Well, and like you said, sometimes you walk in and immediately you just know that it's not happening. Like it's not even worth the try. Turn around. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And I always say that's how like I am. I walk into a store if I'm shopping and I'm like, nope, there's nothing here for me today. I already know. And that's how it is in some homes. You just know you can't live there. Yeah. And there was one. And, you know, in the first episode, Yureli and I were saying how one of our main priorities is just a turnkey experience. Mm -hmm. We don't want to look at a property and, and think, okay, we need to remodel this. We need to redo this. We need to retile. And there was one, can't remember the neighborhood, Javila will know, but the balcony has the best view of Seattle, of Mopop, of the Whoa. Space Needle. You're looking down into the city, except the inside, it needed a lot of work. And Come you know, on, Strawberry, watch some YouTube videos. I think you can oh do this. Oh my God, it had it was the best view, great location. But again, it, it, we, we don't have that time to invest in 
you know, a remodel and Javila knew it. And so we walked in and we kind of saw a couple key things said, you know what, this isn't the one. And, you know, you can be fooled by pictures. So that's why it's great to, you know, put some boots on the ground. It was kind of fun though, because that one was at the very end of the day. And so by that point, we'd already made our way through the like, you know, do I have to be played about this house? Do I have to act as though like (laughs) I'm, I'm interested. And so it was literally like, we both walked in, we went, nope, let's check it out. Nope. All right. Done. Javil, I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people have this idea in their mind that when they're looking for a home, they can't be honest with their agent as if that agent built that home and it's their home and you're going to offend them. Not the case at all. And I said in the beginning, it's kind of like that, but by the last home and then obviously as you continue your search, you're like, yeah, no, I hate this part, but I love this part. (laughs) And you and you want to be honest, but that's a normal thing to feel. Mm-hmm. So, Yureli, you are still with family right now, correct? Yes. So your fiancé is doing this without you. What is that like, you know, just getting the relay of information from him? And how much do you actually trust him? You know, to be honest, I was a lot more nervous <laughs> going into this, knowing that he was going to lead the way. But after talking with him and kind of hearing what they went through and the very, um, like, detailed discussions that mm-hmm. they had, I feel really good about about it. That's awesome. So I'm very surprised. I feel like Julia is on my side right now. <laughs> like she's kind of looking out for me while I'm not there because I know that he can get a little bit excited. So keeping things very realistic, it was very nice That's to awesome. just feel yeah, confident. I mean, really, I'm on both your side, right? That's true. Like, like I want you guys to find something that is a wonderful combination of all the things that you could possibly want. I want it to be even better than you imagine it could be. And I think that you have a lot of similarities, so that's really good news. But even for people who don't, when it's something where they've got really contrasting likes and dislikes, there's always a middle ground that you agree on. I also have to compliment Strawberry on like his awareness of the things that you like. And I think he's very tapped into who you are and how you want to be. (laughs) Yeah, well... (laughs) You are. And so I think that, you know, he was looking at it through his own filters, but also allowing for the things that he knows are really magic moments for you. Like we went in one property and it had a kitchen that we had talked about on the phone where it was a removed kitchen from the living room, which I was like, well, I don't know how they'll feel about this one. But this specific one had this like really nice open feel and all this natural light and the the windows had been placed in such a way that it allowed it to feel open and yet still kind of private. And it just felt like a place that you could really spend a lot of quality time. And we both went, you know, Yoreli's not here to see this, but she would love this space. Aw. Yeah. 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 You should, Strawberry, you should buy a home and completely surprise Yoreli with it. That's a new <laughs> Netflix show. We're going to make it. That's a new Netflix show right there. <laughs> surprise home. <laughs> Jamila, are you in? Will you help us? I mean, actually, I hate to say this. I've bought, I've helped people buy homes sight unseen. And so it's, it's me, crazy. like me with the surprise home Hell for them. No. <laughs> I know. Isn't it tremendous? I had one client who ended up being really close friends of mine, but uh, we had embarked upon this really great search. And of course, the minute they went out of town on a vacation, because this always happens, the house for them showed up on the market. And so I was like, okay, I'll go look at it. So I go and I look at it and I was like, yeah, it really is your house. So they go, well, we can't come back into town and you know, it's going to sell before we get back. So they sent their nanny and the nanny was their eyes and ears. And she did such an incredible job of it. I think because she was so nervous. (laughs) So like everything that could possibly be wrong with this house, she pointed out to them. That's cool of it they were like oh yeah we can handle all of those things and they moved into it and they live there still and they're completely happy and it's even better than they thought it could be so i do think that you can help someone else buy a home and i think sometimes because there's that trust element the person who you're buying it for is like i i get you i see you so it, 
that can happen. It's like matchmaking. In- oh, for sure. But Javila, that also says a lot about you as an agent. You knew that was the home. You, you weren't going to make the call, but you knew it was the home for your clients. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'd seen enough with them and I had enough of their their filters and their perspective that I could get kind of in their space and understand how it would work and the things they wouldn't like. And it was interesting. I think those specific buyers I looked at like 80 homes with before. So we really did know it would have been a lot harder if they were earlier in their search. We probably wouldn't have tried to buy it. So I'd unseen if they were earlier in their search. 80 homes, Strawberry, could you imagine? No, I'd fall in (laughs) love with easily half of them. Right. Because just because Jabila, how many did we see on Saturday? I was going to say 80 homes sounds like so many. I guess. But in reality, so we saw 11. So really that's like, you know, seven, it's like seven tours. So if we did seven weekends of that, which is like maybe two months of looking, you would also see 80 homes. So it's, it's not as egregious as it sounds. And for some people they'll start with one thing in mind. And then as it morphs and they get to grow and change, then we start looking at different parts of the market. And so depending on how clear they are to begin with and how accurate they are in their clarity, sometimes it's really quick. People can see, you know, three homes and choose one. And sometimes it really does take a lot longer and that's okay. Yeah. It's your experience. And if you need to see a whole bunch to get it, then that's okay. Have you guys ever heard of the secretary rule? No, no. Okay. So it it applies to so many things in life. First of all, the secretary rule is if you're interviewing for a secretary, you need to figure out what you want in a secretary. So you have to interview a certain amount of people until you figure out the elements that you want. But then once you figured out the elements that you want, the next one who shows up, you hire that one because you already have the information that you need. And so there's no reason to like continue to go down the list and try to like troubleshoot it. So it's kind of the same thing for a house, right? Like once we drill down on the things that are important to you and how that fits in the market, then the next one that comes along, you should try to buy. And of course, in our market, you don't always actually succeed in buying it. And so if you don't get it, then the next one that comes along, you try to buy that one. And you just gain more clarity as you go until the right one fits the price you'll pay. And then you get it into contract. Mm. So every once in a while, we'll see someone who like goes beyond that point. We call it analysis paralysis, where they like cross the bridge and now no home will ever be perfect. People do it in dating too. Well, I was going to say dating. (laughs) I feel like wedding dress shopping, that happens a lot. There's a lot of things that we could apply the secretary rule to. Yeah. Well, everything actually, if you think about it, Um, but it's really applicable in dating. It's really applicable in house hunting. It's very applicable in hiring secretaries. Look, people came here to learn how to buy a home and we're teaching them life lessons. This is great. I mean, there's so many life lessons (laughs) in in deciding who you want to be. Right. Okay. We're recording this in the middle of a pandemic. People could be listening to this in the future, but at the moment right now, we are in the middle of a pandemic and you're going into some people's homes who may still live there. There's just a lot of precautions that you guys are taking now looking for a home that I didn't have to take when I was looking for a home nine, 10 months ago. So mm-hmm. Strawberry, what was that like for you going in these homes? Because you didn't have to completely leave your Ellie outside while you were looking in them. She was in another state at the time. It was really cool because there was a there was a nice combination of homes and apartments, you know, like like buildings okay. or standalones. I know that's not the right vernacular, mm-hmm. but hey, I'm new to this. So every apartment complex or condo complex, they all had hand sanitizers. There was there was enough room for social distancing. When we would go to a property that maybe had another agent showing another potential client, there were kind of blocked off windows of time when uh, right. we Javila and I were alone in the place. And then, you know, if we showed up, the person in front of us was alone in the place. So people who are very sensitive to social distancing during this pandemic, uh, it seems like everybody in this industry created a very solid and comfortable set of ground rules. And I felt completely safe, even during our car rides, we were 
looking through these 11 different properties. Javila had hand sanitizer she was offering me. I had my own and we were wearing masks in, in uh, you know, when you're, when you're in public. So it does feel very, very safe. And it's almost as if, you know, you are in your little quarantine bubble going yeah. from house to house and you're not, you're not overlapping with anybody. That's amazing because I know a lot of people were scared about that at first. Like oh, I can't go into another home, but you're really interacting with way less people in these homes than you are at a grocery store or Absolutely. just getting gas, touching the gas pump. I can't even imagine. So great yeah, point. this, this is such a great setup that it's almost like this was meant to be, and it's going to probably stay like this even through this because it makes so much more sense to have such a, a rigid schedule and keep everything on track. I know, Javila, you mentioned that about it kind of forces you to be in a schedule in last episode. Yeah, I actually like that part of it. I've always had decent time management skills, but it's gotten better. Like some of the tools that we're using right now, we never used to have a really good clarity on like how long it would take to go from house to house. Now there's a tool that actually tells you exactly the amount of minutes between houses. That's so cool. like, I know that if we need to get there by 9.15, we need to leave here at 9.07. And I don't know if you noticed, Strawberry, that every once in a while, I would like have put appointments a little too close or I would have buffered them out a little bit. So I would naturally like increase or decrease the cadence of how we went through a home. Did you catch that? I didn't notice. I, oh, I was vibing and, <laughs> oh, and I didn't feel rushed at all. I didn't feel pushed. It was, you know, at, like you said earlier in the podcast, once you go through a couple properties, you kind of get a vibe and a sense of what you are looking for and what will turn you off. And yeah, I didn't get any of those vibes off you, Javila. That you oh, were good. Yeah, I, try, I, I try not to make it obvious, but it's interesting. You'll notice like I will um, gently guide you through a home. And so like if we've got a little bit more time, I might stop you in a part of the home that I think is an interesting conversation piece. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have quite as much time, I might start walking out of the room and people follow, right? So as you as as we're in a home, I am fairly aware of like how long it will take to be in this home, which parts of the home we should spend the most time in and then how we're gonna to need to exit. And it's interesting, like we did condos, then townhomes or standalone townhomes, and then we did add in a house as well. Mm -hmm. And so like condos take a little bit longer. You have to allow for uh, lobby access, the concierge oh. to give you the key box, up an elevator, any of the like confusing ways that you have to walk <laughs> through condos to figure out where you are. So like you need to bucket a little bit more time for that. Like we stood in one condo in a line because oh, there was wow. someone with someone with some raspberries who is trying to pick up some mail and the concierge couldn't find it, right? Whereas like the houses and the townhouses, it's a lot more simple. You just park right in front, you walk in with the key and you walk back out again. It was actually really lovely that you rode with me. I'm glad that you felt safe doing that. I certainly feel like it's a safe thing to do for us, especially with full masks and sanitizer on. But we get to have these moments of time in between where like we'll have like this blitz of things. So each condo we looked at was maybe a two minute drive between each, but then we drove from downtown to Ballard. And so that's, you know, a good 15 minute drive. And so we got this moment to kind of reflect on what we've already seen, what we could imagine for the next. And so it, it's nice to be on the schedule so that I can plan out how we're going to talk about it. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Now, Strawberry, when you and I sat down to record the trailer for mm -hmm. this whole season, you said, who knows, maybe I'll be your neighbor. Well, yeah. then you go and I find out you look at a home <laughs> that's actually right near me. And it wasn't one of your favorites. Which one was it? I mean, Javila probably knows. Mm -hmm. Was it was it the listing one from Jessica or was it the yeah. dark old home? It was the Jessica one. I loved that one. Loved it. My agent, Jessica James, listed this home, which backstory, Jessica actually did tell me that the home, she actually helped this woman, I think, buy her first home, then mm -hmm. buy this home, from what I understand. Now she's helping her sell it. So 
it's she's been with this same girl and Jessica's like it's so cool and I'm like oh my god I mean it looks awesome I want to be able to go look at it and it oh, is it a few blocks so away cute. but yeah is, does it have smart speakers built in and everything already is that the one or am I thinking or I could be thinking of a different one because I always look at all listings all the time I don't know that might have been one of the properties that Javila rushed me out of I didn't get a chance to see the smart speakers I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding it, it might have. You know what it had? It was um, incredibly kind of personalized, but in like the coolest way. Yeah. So it was it was funny. Strawberry, I loved that you loved it so much because it was done in a way that was really specific to her. It had a lot of wallpaper and it had a lot of very chick detailings, but it felt so loved and like light and bright and happy in there that I just think everyone would respond to it. It, of course, sold like immediately. It did? Yeah. So you're not going to be my neighbor, guys? Hey, there's more properties around you. Okay, you're right. You're right. There are a lot of properties around me. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, we'll find one. Urelli, when seeing pictures or hearing about the different locations, was that also your most favorite one or was there a different favorite? Yeah, there were two that we really both gravitated towards. That was one of them. And then there was another condo that we were just really excited about. We were in line with them. That's awesome. Were there <laughs> yeah. any where you were like, I don't know, oh, you like that one? I don't like that one. We kind of did that immediately over um, as he started to describe the home where he talked about the view and how it was a wonderful location. And then he went into the details of how much work it would have yep. and instantly I was like mm, mm. no yeah not for me I just won't do it not again <laughs> no so you've done that before we've oh, done yeah. that yes we've taken our kitchen uh, apart completely and done a whole remodel in our home um, where we lived in California before and we remodeled our master bathroom from top to bottom and you guys are still together yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a fun process but it was just so much work and our schedules just yeah. didn't allow for that we're not in that phase right now we no. don't want to do that again. <laughs> You're good. So Javila, after this first set of home tours and hearing and seeing how Strawberry and Urelli react without giving too much away, because I know you like to keep it a surprise. How does this now adjust your next set of tours? Yeah. So, so here's what we learned. We learned that we definitely are looking at either a, a condominium or a townhouse. We're not going to look at houses. Uh, we made that very clear. I think the next tour, we're going to dig down deep in the, what I call like class A condominiums downtown. So cool. we're going to take a condo tour that will include a few other buildings that we haven't seen yet, but they'll all be like the nicest ones. And we'll look at several in each so that you can decide if you have a favorite of the condo buildings. And then we'll probably also go and look at a few more townhomes. But I think the townhomes that we'll look at will all share the same concept of kind of outlook and view. We looked at one townhouse that was really dynamite. It was beautiful styling. It was an awesome floor plan. It was a great location, but it felt a little bit closed in. Mm. I noticed that Strawberry wasn't feeling it. And I, I realized the thing that he liked in every single home we went into where his face lit up was this sense of like view. But when I say view, what I really mean is like open light sight lines. Yeah. And so that's going to be kind of the philosophy behind our next tour is making sure that he has his open light sight lines. Because mm -hmm. I think Yareli is going to care a little bit more about some of the spaces inside 
I think you like sight lines as well, but I think you'll care more about how the kitchen layout mm -hmm. is, more about how the bedroom and bathroom layout is. But I think strawberry just needs that feeling of like looking over it all. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is that strawberry, I say all the time, I think it's because of our job because it's just nonstop all the time that I need my um, a lot of my walls to be blank, as you can see behind me as we record this on Zoom. <laughs> because when I come home, I don't want to think about anything. and I just want to stare at a blank wall. So I get your views, your idea of like you need like a clean space to look outside or, or wherever it may be. You need that fresh, bright space because actually the studio you're in right now and where you do your show from doesn't even have windows. So right. you don't want to go home and not also have windows. Correct. And then a lot of the places we looked at, a lot of the properties, if they were elevated, like in the uh, in the complexes, mm -hmm. I would look at, you know, what floor are we on? Can I yep. go on the balcony? How far through downtown can I look at? And then the properties in Ballard, the majority of them had these really cool rooftop patios. And I was always drawn to those. I would check out the, the inside of the property and be like, all right, but what does the rooftop look like? Like, yep. are we staring into a neighbor's house or do I get a great you know, view of the water. And that was a determining factor also. Like, what's my view from the rooftop? What's what's my view where I don't feel so claustrophobic after a long day of work? Because that plays into it as well. Oh, absolutely. And the the rooftop is what sold me on my home because I never did I think I'd get a rooftop at all yeah. when I was looking for a home. And I bought it in October, November, and it was super cloudy. And it wasn't until one sunny day after I bought it that I realized I could see the Olympic mountains from my house. And I was like, what world do I live in? And that's the cool part about buying a home here. You've either got a city view, a mountain view, a water view. Like it's incredible what you can get. Yeah, definitely. So I hope you guys, if not, if you don't get a rooftop, you can come over to mine and we'll hang out. All right, sweet. Sounds awesome. Deal. Masks and uh, sanitizer will be supplied. Don't worry, guys. We have them. We have them. Okay. So the whole financing thing of a home, people hear that and they're like, hey, yeah, you know what? This seemed like a good idea, but I'm out. I hate it. I don't want to know about money. I don't want do anything about it it seems scary but when you work with the windermere agent you're not just working with amazing windermere agents you're now tapping into their incredible network that windermere has and i had an amazing loan agent uh nancy who was mine so i know javila you're gonna have strawberry and urelli and you're gonna help them through this process so what are your first tips for people when it comes to financing a home well, okay. So again, I have a slightly different philosophy than most. I actually want people to go out and have a really good, clear picture of what it is they're trying to buy before they talk to a lender. And there's a few reasons for that. I think it's really helpful if someone can have a, an incentive, right? Like the carrot dangle of like, okay, this is why I'm going to do this kind of painful experience because getting a loan is not for the faint of heart, but no. it's totally worth it if it allows you to have the house that you want and that leveraged money, especially right now is, is so inexpensive. I also want people to wait because sometimes we'll find that the type of property that they're trying to buy should have a different lender than another type of property. So oh. like I have, uh, I have different lenders for different clients and I have a couple of lenders that I use kind of uh, most of the time, but like one of them slightly better with condos, one of them slightly better with houses, one does better with a tech buyer, the other one does better with a commission buyer. So it's hmm. um, it, depending on who it is and what they're looking for, then I kind of match make. What I look for in a lender is someone who's really responsive. I want them to respond to me on weekends. I want them to be on yeah. text. I want them to be willing to take a phone call, although I don't want a phone call to take more than like two minutes because we're busy. And I and I definitely want someone who knows their stuff. I want them to troubleshoot in, in advance. Like with condos specifically, I prefer a lender who does the condo approval up front. A lot of lenders will wait till the end and then it creates this like, 
last minute hurdle. And if something goes awry, then you have to delay closing and that doesn't help anybody. So I really want someone who's proactive. Well, I know that Strawberry and Yearly both have purchased homes in the past. So you guys individually are not strangers to the financing of buying a home. You've done it separately. So this question is for the both of you and then Jabila as well. What is it like buying a home as a couple when it comes to the finance side of it opposed to buying it individually? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up because both of our previous property ownership experiences we have entered into those separately. So this will be not only a first for us, but probably our biggest purchase together. This would be the biggest move. So I'm in completely uncharted waters because like, I only know what it's like when I sit down with the lender and then they go over my finances. I don't know how this happens. Like, you know, is it a 50, 50 thing? You know, do, does my credit, uh, you know, tank your credit. Do I need to rely (laughs) on her? Does she rely on me? Like I'm in the dark on how this works as a couple. This is my first time in this realm. Yeah, you're really. What was it like for you when you were going into this individually thinking, oh my God, there goes all my money? Because that's how I was at first. <laughs> that's exactly what my first reaction was when I first bought a home. It was the biggest shock to go through all of those documents and yeah. see what my name was tied to and to talk about my finances for the next 30 years. Yeah, it what? was very, very <laughs> scary. But once we got the process going, I felt like I was in really good hands. And this time around, Strawberry and I have talked about it pretty intensely that we just, we want to defer to Javila. We know that she has so much experience and she's worked with so many people in getting their homes. And so, you know, we're doing our best to get all of our documentation together just to make sure that our loan approval and everything is spot on. And then, of course, we just defer to her as the expert. Yeah, you know, it's interesting when I watch people get loans together as a couple. I think that we think of it as this very linear path where like, okay, you both have to be equal and you're both going to submit exactly the same things. And, you know, at the end of it, then you're both going to be equal. And that is just not true. In truth, there's usually one person who's got a stronger income. There's usually someone who's got a stronger credit score. Sometimes that's the same person. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes they're kind of mismatched. I don't think that everyone has to be on the loan. And it's it's a funny concept because huh. especially if we're married or we're getting married, I think we think of it as like, yeah, we're doing this together, but you can still be doing it together and you can just have the one person who's the stronger buyer on that mortgage. It doesn't mean that you can't both be on title. You still get to both be on title. It doesn't mean that you can't still be equitable. You can I did not know be any equitable. of that. I know. Well, it's funny. I'm, I'm actually buying property right now and it's a really great exercise for me to be doing it sure. because I get to have all the feelings that buyers have and I get to do all the things that are like, oh, every one of my buyers can figure out how to deposit earnest money. Why am I having a hard time with this? But I'm getting a loan. And uh, it was it was so funny because my lender was like, hey, yeah, you're, you're qualified. Here's your pre-approval letter. If you want to add your husband, it's going to be way more complicated. And I was like, oh, okay, right. Why would I do that then? I don't, <laughs> there's no really good reason to like make it more complicated for all of us. And so I'm going through this process, getting my own loan right now, you guys. Oh, wow. And, and I'm constantly like, oh yeah, this is what this is what it looks like. This is actually how it feels when they ask you for the same thing multiple times. This is actually how it feels when they like discount your income because of some nonsense factor. Like it's really healthy. I think all brokers should buy and sell their own real estate every once in a while so they get like a taste of it. But yeah, it just it makes me realize that like the way we think about things and the way we think about our relationship and our equality and it, it doesn't have to be that way. It can actually be whatever is appropriate to you. I'm sure there are so many couples who are hearing this and that was kind of a relief for them because it's 
gotta be so scary going into like this is like a contract that says you own this together or who is mm-hmm. bringing more to the table does it really matter and that is probably a relief for so many people to hear oh yeah i'm excited for you guys though because i'm glad you're on the same page as much as i wanted there to be like a lot of tea to sip during this podcast and hear the drama between the two of you as you search for a home. I'm glad it's actually working out for the two of you guys. And Same. Yeah, right? I'm sure. When I bought my home, I got a really great interest rate. And again, like I talking like I know what I'm talking about. I don't. So help me along here, Jabila. I got an amazing interest rate. It was 3.9%. Well, when everything hit with the pandemic and we started seeing interest rates dropping, I emailed my lender and I said, hey, should I refinance? And early on, she was like, I'll get in touch with you. Let me figure all this out. Doesn't look like it yet. Well, she emailed me without me prompting her a few weeks ago and said, hey, we should look at this. Let's think about it. And she called me and I'm able to go from 3.9% to 2.9%. So I'm going to save close to $300 a month. That's what's taxes going up this year and everything, maybe even more a month. And I know we talked about, is this a good time to buy in the last episode? I feel like it really is a good time to buy because those interest rates are insane. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? I mean, it actually makes it so that purchasing a home might be less than your rent. I mean, truly. And you then don't have to worry about like getting kicked out or, you know, having to move later, having your rent increased on you. Yeah. Taxes might go up a little bit. They also sometimes go down by the way. But yeah, I think, I think you did the right thing there. The refinancing is super interesting. It's been this huge boom. It kind of goes in waves. Like there was a refi boom last summer too. Um, But this one, the rates are, I think the lowest ever. Like they're so incredible right now. Everyone should look into refinancing or purchasing. It's the reason that a lot of my clients right now, if they have got a home that they're not, it's not quite their perfect home and they needed a reason to push forward as if like staying home all time wasn't enough, <laughs> wasn't enough right? The, the interest rate maybe is because maybe they're thinking about refinancing, but they're like, well, wait, I could just sell this and I could buy another home and maybe have the same payment, but in a nicer home. That's pretty wonderful. Yeah. I'm close to what I was paying in rent. And that is amazing, but also makes me sick at the same time. <laughs> so I, I'm excited. I And it's crazy because I'm going through like that closing process again, and it hasn't even been a year. That's what's insane. So my lender was like, this never happens. Like you never buy a home and then a few months later get to refinance. So this is crazy, but it's amazing. So yeah, I'm super happy and super happy that I have an amazing lender who has looked out for me, which is really cool. And obviously my lender doesn't work for Windermere and it's still really awesome that I was able to find her through my Windermere agent who trusts her the same way Javila has people that she trusts and that she uses for her own home. And that's the cool part about working with the Windermere agent because they're going to connect you to the people that they trust and that they use. So what can we expect next from you guys? You know, we're, we've got episode three coming up. I mean, is Strawberry going to show up with a surprise home with Urelli? Is Urelli going to get to go look at some of these tours? What's going on? Well, I think we figured it out because Urelli is, uh, she's on baby watch still. The, the you know, she's going to be the, the big sister, the aunt. So if she's going to be on baby watch the next time that Javila and I go out, Urelli and I have this coordinated like FaceTime. So she'll cool. be a part. Now that we're kind of zeroing in and Javila's getting a sense of my likes, my hot buttons, what what I'm not worried about. I think this process, Urelli is going to be involved virtually, which, you know, it's kind of the norm anyway with, with COVID. I'm, I'm yeah. sure a lot of people are doing stuff remotely or virtually. So yeah, yeah. Urelli will be there. 
Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll, um, we'll have you on FaceTime with your LA and then I'll take a video of each home. So that there's kind of a consistency in the, in the videographer so that then later when you're referencing it, you can look at it together, um, mm. with kind That's of like, cool. Oh yeah. Remember that feature. Remember that feature. Cause I do think like from our first tour, I want you to forget some of the homes. I don't want you to remember all of them. I think if you remembered three homes from that tour, that's really wonderful. Mm. And the other ones just call, kind of fall away. But on the next tour, I want, because we'll have narrowed down a little bit more, I want you to remember all the elements of what those are. And I, I think, again, you'll probably remember like three homes from it, but I want you to know why. Mm. And I have I have a guess as to which ones you'll like the most, but I always, I never want to tell you what my guess is because I don't want to anchor you there. Instead, I want to see if, I, if my ex expectations match up with what you feel cool uh tip guys when you're taking photos put them in a specific album on your your phone because that was so helpful for me because i wasn't scrolling through because i was going on different days and i was able to go back and then after i decided you know what i don't like the house anymore delete the photos or just like hide them so that you don't see them in that album and it was mm. super helpful for me because you can only see so many photos of closets you know or whatever when you can start narrowing them down on your phone having your own iphone or whatever phone you have your own photo album of your house hunt even if you do each house as its own it just separates it and helps you so that's that's, that's my idea. big tip Thank for you own buying right there is that's a good that's a good pro tip i was like i hadn't thought of that okay oh, <laughs> i'm problems. glad i brought something to this podcast today <laughs> but guys thank you so much thank you for sharing your journey with us i'm excited for next week and maybe facetime me in one of the homes so i can say things yeah okay we'll tap you in deal <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.